Hi, I'm Tiffany, and you are listening to the Legacy Lounge Podcast. If you are a high-achieving, mission-driven entrepreneur who wants to elevate your income, impact, and influence, you're in the right place. I left my corporate career as a creative director for Fortune 500 brands to create a legacy with my work and to support entrepreneurs to do the same. And I'm not talking about having your name on a building or statues in your image. I'm talking about leaving behind a positive impact and creating something enduring that can be passed on. You pour your time, energy, and passion into your business. So let's make sure your efforts will create a ripple effect that reaches far into the future. Each monthly series will guide you through the business, leadership, and life skills you need to successfully leave a legacy that stands the test of time. And each episode is totally valuable on its own. We are here to provide you with the tools and ideas to make massive shifts and quantum leaps in your business, transforming you from entrepreneur into legacy brand. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. Welcome everyone. Today I am so thrilled to interview a legacy leader who is a truly amazing marketing master, Penny Kelly. Penny is a profit catalyst and prosperity cultivator and the founder of Marketing Profit School. She helps people finally break through to their next level without the hustle through her prosperous profit pillars. She also recently went through my signature program, the Legacy Brand Foundations, to rebrand. So also excited to talk all about marketing, all about the difference between marketing and branding. So if you haven't noticed, this theme in the Legacy Lounge has been marketing your brand. So Penny's going to join us to talk all about the ins and outs of marketing. So Penny, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, Tiffany. I'm really excited to get in front of your audience and share some things to help them connect those ideas of the branding they work on with you and marketing, getting their business out there to get that visibility. Thank you. Yes. And that's one thing I say, the brand is so important, but marketing is a big piece of your brand because it's beautiful. If you have the website and all the shiny things and your messaging on point, that's super important for people to understand who you are, how you want to do it, but it's not build it and they come like the field of dreams. You have to put it out there. (laughs) So before we dive into all the juicy bits, I'd love for the audience to get to know you a little bit more uh, because your journey has been really awesome and you truly are an expert. So can you share a little bit more about, you know, how you became an expert and your background in marketing? Absolutely. So I came from a corporate background and I ran and led trained sales and marketing professionals, mostly sales for 20 years in that environment, Uh, being female in a very male dominated field in the same one you were in 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 wine and spirits. (laughs) Um, And I was just on a different segment of that field and left in 2014 during the final phase of a reorg working for an importer and really tapped into my love of marketing. And that story came up for me yesterday, actually talking to someone With the background in sales after Katrina, my bosses didn't think I was going to have enough to do. So they made me the sales liaison to marketing to help make the marketing presentations more sales friendly. And I always kept telling them, it's not about the number of words on the slide and we need pictures. We're salespeople. We need pictures. (laughs) Um, And really distilling those messages for our distributor partners. So they're really clear on what the priorities were. So getting that process in, I fell in love with marketing. 
And when I left that corporate environment, I just dug in. I'm a reader. I dive in and learn things. And I took courses. I joined masterminds. I learned from some of the biggest names out there. You know, I, I was in a mastermind with the guy that taught Mike Dillard how to market with TJ Arway. And then I joined a few other ones. I, I worked with Keith Krantz, who's literally wrote the book on Facebook advertising. And that was the catalyst. I learned how to get really good at Facebook ads, but then I learned that most people who were having problems with their ads, it wasn't really a which button to push or which thing to do problem. It was a marketing problem. They were having trouble with their messaging or with their funnel or the way they were talking to their, to their, their people, their audience. Mm -hmm. And that was what was creating the problems and not creating the lead or the sales conversions for them. And mm -hmm. I broke away. I worked for some other people on their teams, running their programs or running their ads or training their people. And just in the last couple of years, I've turned to focus on my own audience and my own clients to really help my people get the goals that they want to get for their businesses. Amazing. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure that everybody understood that you've been doing this work and not, not only the marketing, but like you said, you started in the sales and moved into marketing and it's all combined, right? It's all it interconnected and it's all so important. So I love that you have like this holistic view of the big picture. Um, so I wanted to actually start with that a little bit and get back to basics and really talk about the difference between like branding and marketing and sales because they all are interconnected. And I think sometimes people get confused on, you know, what actually the brand is. They think marketing is part of the brand or brand is part of the marketing. Um, and again, they're all interconnected, but they are quite different pieces of the overall big picture. So I'd love um, for you to share your thoughts on that. Absolutely. So what I teach students and clients in my programs is that your business is an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And we, I, we, we like to hack the algorithm or beat the algorithm. And I teach that we dance with it. And when we can learn how to dance with it, we get much better results. And that's true in every facet of your business. So your brand is the anchor. It's the place you keep coming home to mm -hmm. that is sort of that, that lighthouse or that beacon out to the world to let people know who you are, what you stand for, what you stand against, um, what kind of people are the right people to work with you. And marketing is how you put that message in the marketplace. Right. And that's well, they a do lot come. of my clients. Not build it and they will come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to tell them. Shine, shine the lighthouse. <laughs> right. And, and sales is pushing that message out. Marketing is pulling the market closer to you. Mm -hmm. So for people who don't love sales, you just need to get better at marketing. And that comes from really understanding your brand and understanding the marketplace and how those two pieces fit together. Mm, yes. So good. Thank you for sharing that. And so I think once people have that understanding, then marketing can feel a little bit overwhelming sometimes, you know, as business owners, we have so much on our plate, we're serving clients, but in order to serve the clients and do grow a team and to build your legacy, you need to get the clients in, <laughs> in your funnel, in your world. And so if you had to break it down, what do you feel is like the number one most important thing for people to really focus on in their marketing? 
Sure. I think, you know, there's an old adage of the only way, the, there are only three ways to make more money in your business and it's get more customers, sell more to the customers you have or raise your prices, right? <laughs> and, um, and that that is kind of true, but it also depends on where you are in your growth process and in your in your business. So a lot of people that are just starting out, you need to, you, you have this chicken and egg problem. You need to build mm. a list, but you need to make sales to fund traffic to build a list. And so you're just chasing your tail, right? And I would say that really getting that exposure and generating leads and having a high touch marketing. So you're having conversations with people to make sales, whether it's one-on-one or a course or whatever it is you're doing, do that until it doesn't work for you anymore. Until you're too busy for that to work. Mm -hmm. Then you can put some automation to help with some of your sales. So you're either focused on converting more of your followers and audience into leads so you can get them on your email list and you can nurture them and show them how you can serve them, mm-hmm. build that relationship. So they want to become a client or customer, or you have a lot of leads and you're, you're doing that all right. And you're having trouble converting them into sales. So that's about communicating the value and the fact that you're actually serving them. And it's not about selling you or your product. It's about marketing to their needs and solving their problems. And if you've got something that's converting and you're a little bit further along in your journey, it's about putting those pieces together with systems and simplifying. So many of us have way too many tools we're paying for every month and too many services and it gets very complicated and we need a VA just for that and another one just for something else. And, you know, I have, I have friends with multiple six figure businesses that literally did it with their phone and a PayPal account. Mm, and so it's you know what's what's the most simplistic like a coco chanel like you put the perfect outfit together and take one thing off you know um how like how much can you take away and still have that that beautiful simplicity of a fully operating business that serves your clients because it's about them it's not about you hundred percent i love that and it's the same thing we say in branding you know you are the guide you're not the the savior coming in to save people you're not the hero, you are the guide and it's, it is all about them. And I love the thing about simplicity too, because um, I think it's Steve Jobs. Maybe you said, you know, um, simplicity is the ultimate form of sophistication. Like we build the planes as we're flying it when we're building the business and it can get kind of disjointed. I talk about that branding all the time, but it's the same thing for marketing. Like you build these systems and it gets, it can so easily get clunky and it's nobody's fault. It just happens. So I love that you really help people ease it. So it's not like all the moving pieces anymore. Right. <laughs> as simple as possible. Yes. Oh, that's so amazing. Um, and I love too, that you can focus on, because I think so often people who are newer, they see people who are further along and they, maybe they're going and putting all these systems in place and, and, you know, investing so much in Facebook ads and they don't really, they're not really at that point yet. And then they're spending money that they, to your point, don't necessarily have. So I think that's so important that to differentiate, you know, where you are on the journey and then how, what you need to focus on there. Yeah, I think uh, there's a a saying that a lot of coaches use about not comparing your beginning to someone else's middle or end, right? And it's like, they may be on chapter 12 and you're on chapter two of the journey and be aware like that. Just having that awareness is a big thing for entrepreneurs and and small business owners, especially if you're still a solopreneur, you're really wearing all the hats. You have to have the awareness of like what is necessary to get money in the bank. Yeah, 
you know, so important, so important and, and be okay and comfortable where you're at too. And know that you can have the big vision, but, uh, like I, I always say, slow your roll a little, (laughs) slow down to speed up. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, think big, but start small. Right. Yes. hundred percent. So of course I have to dive into legacy a little bit. Um, so since this is the legacy lounge, of course, what does legacy mean to you and why is it important? I'd love to ask it in two ways, actually, like, what does that mean to you personally? But then also what does that mean for you? Cause I talk about it in the context of branding. So I'd love to hear it in the context of marketing as well. Absolutely. And that's, you know, personally, and you and I were chatting a little before we started, this last year has been a real waking up time for me on awareness of what is important to me personally. Um, It's been almost a year now since I was diagnosed with breast cancer Mm -hmm. and I had surgery in January. It was a success. The cancer's out. I'm on the hormone blocking medicine. I did not have to have radiation or chemo. I did not spread into my lymph nodes or any of that. Um, I've had a few hiccups with some reconstruction, still have some surgeries in front of me, but overall my health is good. And, and I had some really bizarre complications. So that's a story for another time. Um, yes, but I, I love so talking to happy other that patients. It that went well afraid. overall. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Me too. Me too. I, my, I talked to friends and they're like, your voice sounds better because I was pretty sick for a little while there with some secondary infections. And so that was a great opportunity for like, what is important to me? Mm. Like if something does happen to me, where am I leaving my husband and my kids? And for most of my professional life, I've been the primary breadwinner because I had this corporate job with a lot of states and, you know, yeah. and so, and even in my business now during the growth times, like, yes, my husband still works and you know, all that, but I think he would go crazy if he didn't. So it's getting clear on both of my kids are out of the house now they're in college and grad school and my legacy for them is that they can take care of themselves yeah they both have a good head on their shoulders they're grounded they're studying what they want to do and forging their own path and that we're teaching them how to make good decisions and make their own decisions and think critically and question things and all that right and in business for me I, I started out, you know, with the Facebook ads and I had a small agency and I ran ads for other people. And when I really started tapping into that corporate background of those years of training and teaching that I did leading teams, I don't want to catch the fish for you. I want to teach you to fish, mm-hmm. especially if you're just starting out your smaller business and you're, you're working to get that cash flow, that monthly turnover built up. I would rather you take the money I would need to charge you because I am a premium choice um, and put that into your ad budget. Like I would literally rather teach you to do it yourself. So I think for me, the legacy and the impact as a coach and as a trainer is all that ripple effect of all of these entrepreneurs that I'm going to teach how to shift the way they're looking at their business and the marketplace to let it be easier, Mm. take that you know, constant hustle out and set up a marketing system and sales system that works in a, in a rhythmic way that kind of works with our bodies and our environment. And it just feels much more natural for us when we get that ebb and flow in that ecosystem. And with marketing in general, it's the footprints we leave in the marketplace. Like, I, you know, I always thought of jobs and friends, like, do I leave it better than I found it? Yes. 
And so when someone's done business with me or when somebody comes in contact with content from my brand, does that make them feel a little bit smarter or happier or more grounded, you know, some kind of positive emotion um, instead of something that makes them feel bad about themselves? And hundred percent. Yeah. Or like ashamed or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being vulnerable with your story and everything you've been going through, because I think the last few years, I mean, in general, we've all been through a lot, but you right. had extra on top of that. And I think, you know, for anybody listening, um, it's just really inspiring to hear, you know, how you came through that and how, even if you're not going through something like that, it's always important to reflect back on your legacy because you never know in a right. moment you could get news that changes your life. And so, right. and, really and look with COVID, the millions of people whose lives were changed, mm-hmm. whether from the death of a family member or from, you know, long COVID and things like that, that are having a long-term effect on their well-being. hundred percent. So important. Um, and I think for business owners too, it's, it reflects on, I love that you're saying like creating that ecosystem, creating it as easy as possible and setting yourself up for success, because even if you're healthy and everything's going great now, when you have systems in place, then your absence, you know, it may matter on some respect, but the, the ship can keep moving along on some respect. If none of us started a business because we wanted to work 80 hours a week for the next 20 years, right? We started a business because we want a profitable business that's going to support a life that we love. Mm-hmm. So getting a business that can take care of itself while you take a vacation or that you have people you trust running the day-to-day sometimes, maybe not all the time, but sometimes, then yeah. that can make everything so much easier for your business and your life. So, so true. And so you mentioned how, um, you know, you wanted people to feel in your brand, which I love because that's one of the big things I talk about in creating the brand. So I'd love just to go there for a minute since we work together on your brand and, you know, because you have so much expertise and we kind of took all of that and repositioned it, um, for the marketing profit school, which I know is something that you were kind of already doing, but you wanted to take it to that next level. So can you share with the audience, like how that process was and, and I think too, for people to understand again, how the brand and the marketing work together, like how going through the branding process, the rebranding process was, but then what that allows you to do now in the marketing that you have the clarity. Absolutely. So I was uh, in your, in your quiz and in coming in, I was one of those Frankenstein brands where I just had a lot going on in a lot of different places. And I think I, I knew better, but in my head, I was going to that place of the brand is like the visuals, it's the colors and the logo and all of that is so important. And it's really not, (laughs) it is, but it's not the most important thing or the first thing you need to work on. Totally. And as you're building, I think the bigger you get and the bigger your audience is, the more important it is to sort of have those anchoring family of colors and your, you know, your icons and things like that. But when you are just starting out, it is much more important to be really clear on your messaging. And for me being a marketer first, and then coming in and sort of hooking that into the big picture of the branding as the foundation for the business, that message has to speak to who you want to work with. Mm -hmm. So it's about identifying who is my ideal client And what's the target market that they live in? 
because that's another thing I teach is it's yes, that avatar exercise is really good, but it's more important to really understand the target market where that avatar lives, because that's where your language is going to come from people who are adjacent to and in the ear of your avatar. Mm -hmm. So you have to get clear on all those things. And when you start with who that audience is and you build out from there, it is a much easier way to do it. It's also, it, it builds clarity as you add the layers on. And that's, you know, we know that motion breeds clarity, right? Getting in motion and taking the actions helps you see things more clearly. When you're just studying academically, it's really hard to get that clarity. You have to get out there and talk to people and actually generate leads and ask them what it is that they're looking to accomplish or what their problems are they want help with. And so in the exercises, when we did some of that sort of, you know, on the street reporter, sort of, you know, woman on the street <laughs> talking to people <laughs> and um, looking for things online that were pertinent for our business, it definitely helped breed that clarity and getting clear on the values. Um, I think, you know, right now in our country, it's really important to people to do business with companies that share similar values. Absolutely. And so being upfront with the, maybe the time has passed where there are certain taboo topics we just don't talk about in business. And it kind of has to be part of the conversation for people to really trust us because we're at such a high level of distrust globally. Right. So we have to build trust with people and being more open about, you know, certain, certain views or how we feel about people who are different than us or whatever that might be is part of that process of us being vulnerable enough so that other people can trust us. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. And I love just that feeling because when we create the brand and we look at the ideal client, like you said, every, getting that clarity, then it just makes the marketing 10 times easier because right. you know the message, you know what you're saying. Now it's the matter of like how to get it out there, what channels to use, what, you know, like how it's going to flow, all of those things, and then how to convert them, which is the most important piece <laughs> after that. So, yeah. And I can go back to my brand manual and spin up, you know, 20 versions of social media copy to give a VA to put with graphics that they're making or something. So it's, it's a great sort of, you know, branding Bible to go back to time and time again. And I've updated some pieces of it and I stick to some pieces of it, but I think you know, we're human beings and our brands and our businesses are attached to us as humans. So it is, it is an evolutionary process. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. So time for our final question today. Thank you so much for really going deep into um, how important it is to have marketing and looking at different from the brand. And then also you know, I, I just can't tell you how many people who think that now that they have a website, like their work is done. So right. <laughs> it really truthfully is the next step, but you also don't want to jump into a bunch of marketing without having your brand foundation. So it's so beautiful how they really work hand in hand. So the final question today is what are you most excited and proud about creating or doing that will stand the test of time? For me, that is what I teach the entrepreneurs that I work with. 
because I know that they are creating their own legacy ripple effects out in the world and the marketplace, whether they're a coach or a consultant, or they make courses or work with other businesses or with consumers, that seeing my clients have success and have impact on their clients or customers is the thing that makes me the most happy in the world right now. Oh, love it. And that's what it's all about, creating that ripple effect. So right. good. All right, Penny, thank you so much again for being here. Um, so if people want to connect with you, I know you have a quiz. I Can do. you talk a little bit about that and where is the best place to connect with you? If people, if you need marketing help, I'm telling you, Penny is your woman. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, so my website, marketingprofitschool.com. And if they want to go directly to the quiz, you just put a forward slash at the end and it's growth hyphen quiz. And um, I may have a cleaner, easier link at some point in the future, but right now we're still testing the quiz. So it's a brand new quiz. And the purpose of the quiz is to find out what's stopping your business growth. So what's your number one blind spot that's getting in the way of growing in your business? And it will help you identify what that blind spot is and then give you some recommendations mm. on things to become aware and start eliminating that blind spot so you can move forward with your business growth. So good. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Penny. So if you're curious what's stopping you, which I think is really, like we were talking about earlier, awareness is key. So go definitely check out Penny's quiz. We'll also put the link um, down below um, the show notes. So remember, if you're not consciously building a legacy, you're simply building a brand unconsciously. I hope this discussion with Penny inspired you to take action, even if it's just moving the needle 1% towards the direction of your legacy. Because if we all focus on making an impact, the ripple effect we have together can truly make a difference. Thanks again, Penny. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Tiffany. I'll see you here next time in the Legacy Lounge. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Lounge podcast. Connect with me on Instagram at Tiffany Newman Creative. I would also love to hear your feedback to see what resonates with you and what you'd like to hear in the future. If you love this episode, please provide a review and we will be forever grateful. You can always find links and resources shared on the show by going to yourlegacybrand.com. Remember, what you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. What are you doing today to pour into others and to leave your legacy?